All right, no problem. Stay as normal as usual. No changes. All right, if you have your Bibles tonight, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, and we'll begin reading in verse 24. I want to preach tonight a race, a ring, and a reprobate. A race, a ring, and a reprobate. Let's stand to our feet in honor of God's Word here tonight in verse 24. We'll read down to verse 27. Very well-known passages and scriptures tonight. Uh, but I want to bring, some, bring the last message tonight on this thought of the reprobate. And uh, here is a word that is mentioned here, castaway. And that is the same word as a reprobate as we've read in Romans chapter 1, uh, in Titus, in Timothy, and in Jeremiah. Let's read in verse 24. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. But I keep under my body and bring it under subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And God, you know I need help tonight, Lord, to preach and to teach, O oh God, and to give the word of the Lord. We pray you anoint us and fill us with your spirit. Pray, God, you bring that power God, in demonstration of the Holy Spirit tonight, God, in amongst us here today. God, help, help me not only to preach, but help us to hear. God, help us to receive the Word. God, help us to understand what's being said and why it's being said. God, that it might be applied to our lives, and Lord, that we may someday, one day, receive a crown. And Lord, I pray, Father, that that would be important to all of us in this room. In Jesus' name I ask, amen, and amen. You may be seated. Even though today we're in the last days, and even though today that things all over the world are happening, and, and it seems like that things are just running down quickly, uh, there's no, no room for a Christian tonight to think anything other than winning a prize. Amen. I don't know about you tonight, but I like prizes. And I know tonight that we are made like that because whenever we have these little tickets that we give out to these young people, uh, they want to go to the store. And they want to go to the store because of why? Because they want to get a prize or they want to get a gift or they want to get a toy or they want to get something from the store. And you can look at their faces and you can look at their actions, and you would know that there's a happiness in that child. That, that toy or that prize in which they have, it may cost three cents. But that prize and that what they have, what they have done, they've earned those tickets to get those prizes or get those gifts. And man, I tell you, it puts smiles on their faces. And they start to jumping around. They get excited. They begin to show you these things. And, and uh, you get excited with them. And, and so I would say today that even though they're little people, uh, there is something about getting a prize. 
There is something about winning a crown. There's something about living life and having something at the end. And this is what it's all about. Now, if you're in here and you're one of those people and says, I don't like prizes. I don't care to win nothing. I'm not looking for a trophy. I don't want a ribbon. I don't care about none of that stuff. I just want to get to heaven. Well, you're one grouchy individual tonight, amen? And I ask you tonight at the end of the service, come down here and lay yourself on this altar so we can lay ourselves on you and pray and help you, amen, amen. to get out of that uh, attitude. But it ought to be in the mind of every one of us tonight. We're dying and going to heaven, amen? amen. Glory for that. And while we're living, though, we got opportunity tonight to win a crown. We got opportunity tonight to get a prize. You read that, right? right? It ought to be in the heart of every one of us tonight to live this life to win that crown. Amen. And that crown of being faithful. That crown of getting something from the Lord himself. I mean, that day on Judgment Day when those crowns are going to be handed out, uh, that the Father, God himself, Jesus is his name, will hand out a crown. It's a, the Bible calls it an incorruptible crown, amen? And Fred, whatever you might do with that crown we found in the Bible, it would be so worth it to you. It would be so proud for you. It would be so valuable to you that you lay that same crown down at his feet, amen? And when you lay down at his feet, you'll be glad and you'll be, you'll be excited that you have a crown to lay at his feet. Amen. And tonight, you're not going to get this crown in no store. You're not going to get this crown in no other way. You can't trade for it. Uh, you, you can't earn it in a way uh, that you go out and, and pay for it. Uh, you, you're not going to get it somewhere through Amazon. <laughs> I mean, Amazon has everything, but it ain't got one of these. Tonight, it ought to be in the heart of every child of God in the last days, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, no matter the trouble that you have, no matter the home life in which you're in, no matter of the drudgery of life you've got today, you need to know as a Christian tonight that there is a crown, there is a prize, and you can win it. Amen. And when you win it tonight, you'll win it for the glory of God. Now, I got problems with people who don't want to win a crown and they say they're Christian tonight. I don't think you're Christian. Friend, if you don't want to win a crown, I mean, you don't want to get a crown from the Lord Jesus. You don't want to lay it down on his feet. You don't want to show homage and worship to him tonight. There's something wrong with you. So how do we win the crown? Is it going to be easy? Is it going to be laid out for us? Or we're going to have to do anything extra? Oh, we're going to have to go beyond. Oh, we're going to have to maybe uh, reach out, stretch out. Well, let's see what the scripture has to say about that tonight. But I, I want to preach on that thought tonight. And uh, I just want you to get your eyes off the Mideast. And I want you to get your eyes off of the financial and all the inflation. And get your eyes off tonight of the troubles of your life and maybe the burdens of your heart. I, I want just for a second tonight, maybe, maybe 45 minutes tonight, to just kind of clear our mind and clear our hearts and get out of all those things that are negative and all those things that are burdens and all all those things that cause us to cry and all those things that brings tears to our eyes and, and brings a hurt in our heart. And let's think about tonight, how can I win a crown? 
How can I get to that day, that time when it's all said and done and I stand before Jesus in judgment day and he's going to look at me and I'm going to look at him and uh, he can better take this incorruptible crown that's in his hand and say, I want to give this to you. Uh, this is yours. Uh, uh, you have earned it while you live down here on the earth. And I want to be able to take that crown and throw it back at his feet Amen. and say, you're worthy of that crown. Don't you want to do that? Man, what a day that will be. I'm telling you. I want you to notice tonight the comparison to the Christian life. So we find a Christian life that's set out before us tonight and he identifies in two ways. He identifies it as a race and he identifies it as a ring. We notice in verse 24, he's talking about a race. He says, know you not that they which run in a race. Run all, but one receiveth the prize, so run that you may obtain. We find a race. Now in the race tonight, the Bible says that they which run in a race. Running in a race. And tonight, if you are in the Christian life, you're running a race. You're not, you're not somebody tonight that's watching the race. You're running the race. You're not on the sideline tonight and you're not looking at everybody else's race that they're running and criticizing it and critiquing it and making notes of it. No, you're running your race. Uh, you're in the, the race. Uh, you're in the floor. You're doing the race. Amen. Your actually activity of life is in the race. You're not watching the race. You're not attending the race. In other words, you're not just there attending the race while, while people are on the race track and they're out there running. You're standing out there on the race track just attending it. Everybody else is running and you're just standing there. Now, that's not what we're talking about tonight. You're not attending the race. You're running the race. You're not watching the race like from the stands or from the audience. You're running the race. You're not officiating the race. You're not out there and you're the one who has a little hat on. You're the one who has a little whistle in. The one who has a gun in his hand. Uh, you're not that guy. Uh, you're saying, okay, everybody start getting the finish line right here. And boom, and you hit the gun and they start running around the race. And then they have to put a little flag up or a little, a little uh, ribbon up or whatever it may be. And when you come across and you hit that and broke the ribbon and they pronounce you as the winner, the officiating says that that's not you. You're not the officiating. You're not attending it. You're not watching it. What am I doing? You're running the race. You're running. You're in the race. Not only tonight are you, uh, you're not covering the race like some kind of NBC, ABC. You're not covering the race like ESPN or like CNN or Fox News. You're not a reporter out there. You're not jotting down and who's going and what place and how fast they're going and look what they're wearing and, and look what they're doing and look how they're sloppy. And you're not doing that. You're not the one who's covering the race. You're running the race. You're not watching. You're not attending. Uh, you're not officiating it. You're not covering it. You're not understanding the race. You're not out there uh, trying with your paper and pen and calculator, trying to figure out how many miles do you got to go and how fast do you have to go and, and how quick do you have to get there and you're doing all this calculation on this race. That you're in the race. 
You're running the race tonight. Now the question is, is are you in the race? Are you in this Christian life? Are you in the race? Huh, friend, I say to you tonight that many of folks tonight are on the outside of the race, but they call themselves Christians tonight because they're not running in the race. You say, I'm in the race, then why ain't you running? You're not in the race unless you're running, according to the Scripture. Running, that's action, that's doing, uh, that's moving, that's activity. That's uh, not sitting around. That's not just waiting. Uh, that's not just hoping. Uh, that's not just wishing. Uh, that's not just I, I, I hope to be. No, you're in it. And tonight I find the comparison to the Christian life is a race. Run in a race. You're running on a track. You're running on a track. You're participating in the race. You're competing in the race. And you're competing because every single day of your Christian life, 24 hours a day, you are in the race. You get up in the morning, you say, I am a Christian and I will live for God today. And I will be Christian as God wants me to be. And I'm in the race. I'm on the track. I'm competing. I'm there. I'm the one tonight that's doing everything and all things that God wants me to do. And I'm doing as he asks me to do. I'm I'm going around the track. I'm going around the field. I'm going on the trails. I'm going in the wilderness. I'm going out in the desert. I'm going on the street. I'm going on the dirt. I'm going in the rain. I'm going in the snow. I'm going when it's hot. I'm going when it's cold. I'm serving God in the race. I'm in the race. Are you in? Are you in tonight? This is important. Are you in? Are you in the race? Number two, I notice that he not only compares the, the Christian life to a race, but he compares it to a ring, like a boxing ring. He says that in verse 26. He says, I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. And so that so fight I is talking about boxing. He's talking about somebody uh, that's in a boxing ring. And for the Christian, the Christian life tonight is like a ring. Not just a race, but a ring. And you're in that ring. You've probably seen boxing rings before. You know, you have those little, uh, I guess those cables that go all the way around that, uh, that ring. And, and you got that floor there. And, and uh, you're the one out there doing the boxing. You're the one out there doing the swinging. You're the one out there doing the hitting. Uh, you're the one out there that's doing uh, what you ought to be doing. That word, so fight I, means clenched fist or clenched hands. It means bare fist. And what Paul was saying, Paul saying, I'm in the ring. I'm in the Christian life. And I've got my hands and it's bare fist. I don't have no glove on it. I ain't got no padding on it. I'm out there and I'm a swinging and I'm a boxing and I'm a hitting and I'm hitting Fred and it's just me and my hands and I'm out there in this ring and I'm a fighting every day. I'm a fighting. I'm a fighting for my spouse. I'm a fighting for my family. I'm a fighting for my children. I'm a fighting for my church. I'm a fighting for my faith. I'm a fighting for my country. I'm a fighting for my people. I'm a fighting for my friends. I'm a fighting for my co-worker. I'm a fighting for my neighbor. I'm a fighter. Amen. Some people say, no, I'm a lover. Well, in this race here, you're going to have to be a fighter. 
Amen. A fighter. Because there's somebody out there tonight who wants to beat you up. There's somebody out there tonight who wants to knock you square in the mouth. There's somebody out there that wants to take you and take your nose and move it to your left ear. There is somebody out there, Fred, who wants to bust you in your teeth and knock out all 32, amen? There's somebody out there that wants to hit you so hard that you wake up next week and there's somebody else out there that wants to knock you down so hard that you be sucking through a straw for the rest of your life. I'm just saying today that there's somebody out there that's in the same ring you're in and you better come up fighting. You better come up with bare fists. You better come up with clenched fists and you better come out of hitting, amen, because they're going to hit you. That's right. Amen. So this Christian life tonight, I thought this Christian life was like lovey stuff. Like lovey dovey. I thought like oozy goozy. I thought it was like, you know, rainbows and, and the flowers and roses and, and you know, like the little 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 walk down in the in the in the trail down there by the trees and the birds are chirping and the old ducks are quacking. How you, what are you talking about, a race? Right. You're talking about a ring. That's the Christian life. Right. You got it, friend. That's the Christian life. Now, are you in the ring? Amen. Are you in the race? Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> I'm just telling you tonight. I'm getting warmed up. I'm telling you, friend, this is exciting. I say in the ring, amen. Are you in the ring? I'm telling you, in the ring tonight, are you in the ring? Uh, you're not a judge. You know, in the ring, there's a judge, isn't it? I mean, every time I've ever seen a boxing match, there's somebody on one side, there's another guy on the other side, and they're ready, they're looking at each other. You ever see those guys looking at each other? I mean, they're staring themselves down, and, and the, that old karate, the karate group and the boxing group and the mixture of all that MMA or whatever all that is and, and uh, uh, they're looking at each other they're, they got their kind of noses are crooked and the ears are messed up and their eyes got all kinds of scars on them and uh, you know what I'm talking about there's some ugly ducklings, man. Uh, but they're looking at each other. And man, they're ready, look like they're ready to kill one another. And, uh, and here's, a, here's the officiating, uh, the judge, right? The judge is in the middle of them. All right, guys, in just a minute. All right, there, go. Yeah. And here they go. They get to hitting each other. They knock him down. He comes over. One, two. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Uh -huh. Tonight, in the ring, you're not the judge. And a lot of times in your ring, you want to be the judge because you want it your way. You want to be in control. You, you, want, you want to start it and you want to end it. But you're not the judge in the ring. You're the boxer. You're the fighter. Amen. In the ring tonight, you're not only the judge, but you're not the trainer. You know, wherever a boxer, there's a trainer. You over there, they, they done got, went through one round, went through two rounds, went through three rounds. He got a cut on his eye, and here's the old trainer. Got a little, try to get that blood to stop going, right? He throws on some of that cream, throws on that whatever, that glue or whatever he throws on here. Try to get that cut uh, so he can go back out there. Hey, man, that trainer, man, got, that, got them rags and got them, got them all them towels. And, well, they're taking the sweat off of them. They're trying to clean them up so he can be ready to go out back out there and fight again. But tonight in the ring, you're not a trainer. You're not trying to get somebody to fight. You're not, you're not, you're not the cheerleader. You're not like, well, I tell you what, I'm trying to get my husband to serve God. You ain't doing nothing. That's right. I'm trying to get my husband to read the Bible. You ain't doing it. 
I'm trying to get my husband to, to love the, the family and to take us to church. And yet you don't go. Right. Stop being a trainer right. and get in the ring. Yeah. Amen. Be a boxer. Amen. Be a boxer. Amen. We find tonight you're not a judge and you're not a, you're not a trainer, but you're not a spectator. You're not on the outside of the ring watching. Hit them. Kill them. You ever notice that? Bust them. Knock their head off. Put them in the hospital. I don't care if they die. Just win. You ever notice that about people? Have you ever noticed about people that oh, like hockey? You ever watch hockey? I mean, hockey's the sorriest sport in all the world. I can't believe it's even called a sport. But they got that hockey out there. You know, they got the puck and they got the, they got the sticks. And you know what? When you watch a hockey game, you know what you're really watching? For a fight. That's the heart of man. I mean, bust blood. I want blood. I want guts. You know what? You ever watch the, you ever watch the race with cars? And the, the Indianapolis 500? And they go around there 500 times? Man, you get around a hundred times, you watch that thing, you're going, Ooh, like, man. but you know what we're watching for? A wreck. Oh, man, a wreck. I mean, boom. Hit a wall. You know, we're watching a football game, you know what we're looking for? That hard hit. I mean, that hit that hit that guy, his helmet goes all over the place, his brains are just splattered out on the football field. We say, yeah. You know, you watch a, you watch a, a movie, when you watch a military movie, man, it's, that, it's like Rambo, right? Hey, Rambo goes to the villages, and he's got his gun, and he's got his knife, and, and he, he, he's got it all, all tattered up, and, and he's got all colored up, and uh, he looks, he looks uh, like, uh, you know, uh, Rambo. And he goes out there, and there's 5,000 Vietnamese. He's just shooting every one of them right square in the eye. Blood spattering. They're just falling down dead. We're thinking, boy, this is a good movie. That's what we want, isn't it? Or am I just missing it? It's all that we're looking for. We find somebody arguing. We sit around and see what's going to happen. You know why? Because we're going to find out if they're going to fight or not. We're not interested in them to just say, okay, I'm sorry. Forgive me and leave and walk away. We say, that was boring. I mean, why did somebody pull out a gun and shoot them or something, you know? I'm just saying tonight, Fred, that this is a ring. And you're not a spectator. You're not a judge. You're not a trainer. You're not a fan. You're in the ring. You're a fighter. You're a boxer. Right? Amen. You're not a fan. You're not a fan of you. You're not a fan of others. And you're not a commentator. You ever hear those guys on that boxing, that commentators? You ever hear them talk? Yeah, you just got to upper hit them right there. Hit them in the eye. Here, upper cutter, upper rotor. And there he's talking about, yeah, you got him down one count, four, three, four, five, eight, one. You're like, man, what in the world are you guys saying? It's like an auctioneer, right? But you're not a commentator. So you're not on the outside of the ring looking at somebody in the ring. You say, they're not fighting very good. They're a sorry boxer. They're not living the Christian life very well. Look at them. They're out of shape in that race. They can't hit nothing. They look like a feather. Look at that. That's weak. 
That's what we do, though, don't we? We become a commentator. We're, we're on the outside, and we have to make comments concerning everybody else's race. While our race, or our reign, is pathetic. We find tonight the comparison to the Christian life. Number two, I want you to notice the competing in the Christian life. Not only the comparison, but the competing. Do you know tonight you say, well, I'm not a competitor. He reminds me that guy said, he said, I want a wife, not a competitor. I don't want to have to marry somebody and I got to compete with them. Tonight we find that as a Christian life, it's competing. It's competing. Tonight it's running to win. That's what it is. That's what he said in verse 24, Paul did. He said, so run that I may obtain. What are you trying to obtain, Paul? I'm trying to obtain the prize. So what are you going to do in this Christian life, Paul? I'm going to run to win. I'm not going to run to be in second place. I'm not going to run tonight to be last. I'm not going to, be, I'm not going to run tonight to be the first loser. You know who the first loser is? Number two. Number two is the first loser. If you want to be the first loser, be number two. But if you're in the Christian life tonight and you don't have the mindset, and that is I'm going to compete in this Christian life and I'm going to win a prize. I am going to run to win. Don't get in my way, I'll run you over. Don't try to stop me, you're going down with me. I'm just saying tonight, there ain't anybody in this room who's going to knock me out of having the mindset, I'm going to win. Nobody outside this room can ever stop me from saying, I'm going to win. I'm going to run to win. And Fred, I say to you tonight, there's just but just one comment, and there's just one attitude, and there's just one look, and there's just one word, and there's just one situation and one event that will knock you out of the race. Amen? I'm just saying tonight, if you're going to compete in the race of the Christian life, you've got to come to out, and you've got to come with competing, and you've got to come and say, I'm going to run to win. Amen. I'm in it right. to win it. Amen. Amen? That's right. So don't get in my way. Don't try to calm me down. Or don't try to cool me down. Don't try to, don't try to get me down. Uh, just get out of my way. Right. And tonight, that's what the Christian life competing is all about. Run to win. According to him, he said, I am running, so run to obtain. Obtain what, Paul? Prize. Prize. I want the prize. I want the prize. When I get done with my life on this side, I want the prize. Amen. You say, well, that's, that's being kind of proudful, isn't it? Well, you can call it what you want this evening, friend. But I'm telling you, I'm going to run, and I'm going to run to obtain the prize. You say, well, that's kind of arrogant, isn't it? Well, you can say what you want about it. I'm going to run to win the prize. You're going to say, well, brother, can't somebody else win the prize? I run to win the prize. It's up to them to win the prize. I'm going to run to win the prize. Amen. And so tonight we find that this competing starts with the very mindset, the very determination, the very heart that I'm in the Christian life and I'm going to run to win. 
And friend, we need that in our church tonight. We need people in our church to say, I'm going to run the, to win this Christian life. In order for me to, rent, to win this Christian life, I've got to be faithful to the house of God. I've got to be faithful to the Word of God. I've got to be faithful to the will of God. I've got to be faithful to the people of God. If I'm going to win this crown, I've got to know in my mind I'm going to run to win. Well, what if it gets cold? I've got to run. What if it gets rainy and slicky? And what if it gets hurtful? And what if it gets painful? And what if it gets troubling? What if it gets difficult? What if things come? What if things go? What are you going to do, Brother Larry? I'm going to run to win. That's what I'm going to do. Why? Because I got my eye on the prize. I got my eye on the crown. I don't have my eye on people. I don't have my eye on the pe people at my house and the people in my church, the people in my work. I don't have my eye on anyone today except Jesus Christ the Lord tonight. And it's His crown that I want to win and I'm going to run to win. That's what tonight competing would be all about. Uh, you say, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say I want to be the very best. Oh, come on, man. I want to be the best. Best what? Best runner in the race. Amen? If you don't want to be the very best runner in the race, then you shouldn't get in the race. You ever try to run a race with somebody who don't want to be in the race? You laugh them suckers. I mean, them dudes just get in your way. I mean, you just got to shove them off, push them off, kick them off, get them off, get out of the way. I'm in the race, and I done lapped you twice. Get over there and eat the corn dog. Get out of the race. We find tonight that running this race is a mindset, I want to be the best. I want to be, don't you want to be the best for God? Don't you want to be the best for Jesus? Don't you tonight want to be the very best prayer, the very best preacher, the very best churchgoer, the very best father, the very best mother, the very best child, the very best Christian, the very best follower, the very best believer, the very best tonight. Don't you want to be that? Amen. If you don't want to be it, get out. Get out. Run to win because you want to be the best. You want to be the first. To be the first. I want to be the first. Amen? First. I like first. First wins. First gets the prize. First gets the crown. First. I want to be the greatest. Amen? You say, brother, you're kind, of, you're kind of getting on ego now. You're kind of getting on pride, and you're kind of getting arrogant right now with us. And you kind of have a little, little you know, you, you think you're calling it confidence tonight, but it really, it's conceitedness. I'm telling you right now, church, if you're going to get in the race, you're going to have to run that race, and you have to be the greatest. Amen. The greatest Christian that ever lived ought to be right here. The greatest mother, father, husband, wife, child, church member, preacher, teacher, however you want to identify yourself tonight, you should have in your mind you're the greatest. Amen. 
If you are in this room and you say, well, you know, I'm not the best, I'm not the greatest, I'm just average, man, something's wrong with you. That's not what it means to run the Christian life. You say, well, you know, I'm okay, you know, just being mediocre. I'm okay just being common. I'm okay being average. I'm okay being like everybody else. I'm okay. I don't always have to win everything. I don't always have to be the best with everything. I don't have to be the greatest with anything tonight. Puke on that. That's not what Paul's saying tonight. Paul's saying tonight, he said, so run. Why, Paul? To obtain the prize. And you're going to have to be the greatest to do that. Tonight we need to start thinking, are you the greatest wife? Are you the greatest husband? Because that's part of running this race. Are you the greatest mother? The greatest father? Are you the greatest member? How about the greatest worker? You ought to be at your work. Wherever you work, you ought to be the best and the greatest of what you do. That's what you ought to be. Amen? I'm always striving at work. I'm always striving at preaching. I'm always driving in my Christian life, in my home. I want to be the greatest. And not because I can be great or not because I can go around saying I'm the great, because I can win a prize. You see, it's about the prize. It's not about me. But in order for me to get that prize, I gotta be, I gotta be running the race. And I gotta run it tonight, not casually. Not casually. You'll never win a race casually. Never, never, never come out into this Christian life and say, okay, this morning, Lord, I'm going to try to do my very best. I'm going to give you all that I got. I'm going to, I tell you, Lord, I know that I'm going to fail. I know that I'm going to slip up. I know that I'm going to sin today. I know that I'm going to disappoint you. I know that I'm going to discourage somebody. I know that I'm going to be a stumbling block. I know that I'm going to be a hindrance. What are you doing? What are you doing? Do you think tonight when men and women get on the, on the racetrack or in the, in the ring, that they're sitting over there in the corner, they're sitting on the, the line like this saying, I know I'm going to lose. I know, I know that I'm going to trip and fall. I know somebody's going to knock me out of the race. I know that I haven't trained very well. I'm sloppy fat. I know that my lungs are weak. I know that my legs are just little. I, I know that I'm going to come in last. Is that, do they do that? And there ain't nobody get on the race like that. Nobody gets in the ring like that. But tonight we find many people tonight called Christianity and they're casual. They've got the flippant attitude. If I go to church, I go. If I read my Bible, I'll read. It's nobody's business. If I want to pray, I'll pray. If I want to give 10%, if I want to give the missions, if, if I want to do what I want to do, and if I want to go to work, I'll go to work. And when I get to work, if I want to work eight hours, I will. If I want to work six hours, I'll work six hours. If they tell me that that's my job, but I don't want to do my job, I just will do whatever I want to do. <coughs> Casual. I was a mom, listen, me and my, my, my kids, you know, uh, they get up and, and they're hungry and, you know, and they're naked and they need a bath and, and they, they need some clothes and, and the clothes they got, they got dirty and the shoes that they wore, you know, it's got some mud on them. But dear God, you're the mother. Right. That's right. 
I mean, come on now. The father comes home, says, you know, I'll work all week. And as soon as I get home, you just always want to go buy groceries. And you always tell me the light bills do. You tell me the car insurance is there. And you tell me that there's something in the house for me to fix. And, and then you tell me uh, that the kid's got sickness and, and one needs braces and, and the other one uh, has a hurt back. And you say, well, I'll tell you what, I, all my money just goes out. <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah. That's what you're working for. Amen. That's, right. That's what your mother for. Uh-huh. That's what your daddy for. Uh-huh. And running this race at being Christian, Fred, you'll find that you can't go it casually. No, you can't go it not only casually tonight, and boy, that's a worse way to go because you don't get nothing with that. But then secondly, you don't go in the way, friend, of lightly. No. You don't take it lightly. You take it seriously. This thing about living for God is the most serious thing in all your life. This thing about living for God, it could either make it or break it in your marriage. Make it and break it in your parenting. Make it or break it in your life as a Christian. Make it or break it at the church you attend. Make it or break it at the work you got. Make it or break it with the relationships you have. Make it or break it. You can't go lightly. You better run. You better run to obtain. Run to win. Not running half-heartedly. Half-heartedly. Sometimes you're in it. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I'm sick. Sometimes I'm weak. Sometimes I'm strong. Sometimes I want to. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I could go, but I don't. You know, it's funny to me how many people have a sundry, a Sunday syndrome. Yeah. You ever heard of what Sunday syndrome is? Yeah. Sunday syndrome is this. You go to work all week, and on Saturday, you're doing all your chores, you're doing all that you do, you do this, you do that, you got everything going on, you don't stop one bit, you just keep on pushing, keep on, you don't feel good, or maybe things, you just kind of feel weak, you're just pushing through because you got to go, you got to clean the house, you, you got to cut the grass, you, you got to take care of business and this, and so you're pushing, you're pushing, pushing, Sunday comes, you just don't go to church. I'm deathly ill. I'm sicker than a skunk. I can't go no further. I'm done. But on Monday morning, you get up and go to work. You push on through. Sunday syndrome. That's living the Christian life half-heartedly. You can push through because you're making money. And you can push through when your husband wants to take you to dinner. And you can push through whenever your wife wants to buy you something. All but coming to church, getting up, getting dressed, combing your hair and brushing your teeth, putting them clothes on. It's just tough. Monday morning you get up, you're going to make some more. This. I'm afraid to tell you, though, this won't be in heaven. But what you're doing right here will be in heaven. This is running the race. Amen. Woo! Oh, he says, 
to run the race. And then he says, one receiveth the prize, so run that you may obtain. That word obtain means that you will be one that will seize. Obtain means seize. So whenever that time for that prize to be given and that crown to be offered, you seize it. You obtain it. Seize it. Number two, that word obtain means possess it. It's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. How did you get it? I ran the race. How did you run it? I run to win. I wanted to be the best. I wanted to be first. I wanted to be there. I didn't tell you something here. I didn't run it uh, lightly. I didn't run it uh, uh, very slackly. I didn't run it half-heartedly. I run it with all my heart. And now I'm possession of the prize. So you get it here to get it there. Don't think tonight that when you get there and you done ran the race haphazardly and you ran the race lightly and uh, you just couldn't make it and you kind of just tripped alone and barely went down the race and, and in the ring you're going like this. <laughs> and you're running down the race and you're going. And when you get there and they're passing out crowns and you're going. The guy on the left, thou good and faithful servant, here's your crown. Guy on the right, thou faithful servant, here's your crown. How about Moa? How about me? Well, how about you? Today, you couldn't run the race. Tomorrow, you can't get the crown. You can't run the race today. You can't get the crown tomorrow. Amen. Oh, we find to run the race tonight. Uh, let me see here tonight. Uh, doing my best and, and doing all that I got. And, and I'm, I'm living, I'm doing and acting and behaving and obeying and following. Run to win. Number two. Man, time went by fast. Not only to run to win, but to train to win. Run to, run to win, but train to win. Look at verse 25. The Bible says, And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. That word striveth for the mastery is a word we use, agonize. Where we get our word agonize. And that word, that means struggle or endeavor or labor. That means tonight whenever this runner or this fighter that he spoke that he's comparing to. Well, before they get in the ring and before they get in the race, and or while they're in the race, they'll find themselves in the agonizing position of the way training. Like, for example, tonight, learning how to pray. Learning how to pray, asking God, teach me to pray. And then putting yourselves in positions and places where you pray. Learning to pray. I mean, I'm telling you now, we pray at 5 o'clock every Sunday evening. And if I would have a turmoil in my home, if I would have a trouble in my heart, if I would got a situation that's, a, a, that's bringing me to down position tonight, I would be running at 5 o'clock and laying myself upon this altar and begin to pray for God to do something in my home, my family, whatever it is tonight. Hey, I pray at 9 o'clock. Right here on this, right here on this podium, right here, right here in this pew. But we find tonight, nine o'clock every Sunday morning, you can come right here and we'll just cry out to God, agonizing. Right. Amen. 
that God would do something in our church and our families. That God would save the lost and take the saved and, and make them and help them to walk for God, to run the race, but to train, to teach me how to pray. Training, studying God's Word. You can't run the race unless you know the Word. Study the Word. Training, studying the Word. I'm, I'm in my Bible, not because I got to get my Bible verses in for the day. I got to meet my quota. But I'm in my Bible because I'm learning how to run a race. I'm running how to get in the ring. I'm studying the Bible. I'm looking upon it. I'm looking at the words. I'm meditating upon it. I'm not just reading, but I'm studying. I'm meditating. I'm coming to the house of God so I can hear. You know why? Because I got to run a race. I come to Sunday school so I can hear because I need to run a race. I come to Friday night Bible study. Why? Because I got to run a race. I, I, I come to places where I listen to the preaching online and so that I can run a race. Because what I want to do, I want to win a prize. And I've got to study the Bible. I've got to learn how to pray. I've I got to know what it means to worship. I need to know what it means to submit myself to my pastor and to one another. I got to know tonight how to understand Jesus and what does it mean and how does he handle situations and what would he do and how did he act and when he was faced with these troubles, how did, we, how did he do and what did he do? I need to know that. You know why? I need to run my race. Why am I running a race? Obtain a prize. Training. Putting in some time, right? When you call it downtime and you're watching TV, that's dumb time, not downtime. Because it don't take much of a brain to watch TV. Amen, Brother Larry. It's dumb time when you got when you're on your phone. I think every phone ought to be a violation of the marriage covenant in the bedroom. Yeah. We come in the bedroom, the spouse is on the phone. Hello? Hello? Just let you know I'm here. All right, when I get through watching my dumb stuff, well, the dumb stuff just keeps going. I mean, do y'all's phone work like 24 hours a day? Can you look at your dumb stuff like all night long? See, it don't shut off at a certain time. Like midnight, no more dumb stuff. No, one in the morning, your spouse is over there already snoring, and you're still on the phone. And the next day, he wakes up, or you wake up, and you say, man, you know, I wanted to spend some time with you last night. Uh, why, didn't, why didn't you spend some time with me? Because you're doing dumb stuff. Right. <laughs> well, you should have just told me, get off my phone. Well, if you're not smart enough to get off the dumb phone, right. why should I say anything to you? We waste our brain cells, we waste our time, we waste our life on the stupid phone. Internet, TV, 
I'm just saying tonight, do, do we need some of that entertainment? Sure. Do we need some things tonight that is, uh, makes us laugh and, and brings joy in our life? And, and y yes, 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 and yes. But at the same time, we are not running our race because we're not training to win. Right. Amen. We spend three hours watching the news or watching TV and spend one, two minutes in my Bible. We sit there and on our internet looking at Amazon, looking at, uh, uh, what's some other places? Google, and looking at other places and this, that, and the other, and we spend like three minutes in prayer. Now don't tell me tonight that you have equal time of dumb stuff with God. And you want to run the race to win? Don't look like to me you're putting too much training in. I know. It's true. I'm guilty too. Yeah. It's true though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God help us. Do we really want to win the prize? Well, then we'll train to win. Mm -hmm. We'll learn to pray. We'll study the scriptures. We'll submit to our pastor. We'll understand Jesus. We'll, we'll love God. We'll find ourselves setting aside things that don't matter. Right. Call it dumb. For things that matter. Can I say here, thirdly tonight, not only do we run to win and train to win, but number, verse 25 tells us that Paul said he wanted to win. He wanted to win. Not only to run to win, train to win, but wanted to win. Verse 25 says, And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Temperate in all things. That word temperate in all things means self-restraint. It means self-denial and self-control. That means tonight, if you and I want to win the prize, and we're going to have to run the race or fight in the ring, and we're going to have to do it to win. And then we're going to have to train to win, but we're going to have to want to win. Is that true? Got to want to win. So what do we do? We got to be disciplined. We got to be self-denial. We got to come to a place where we say that we're self-restraint. Mm -hmm. Do you think those athletes who run in those races that are pit, that are perfect fit? You think they did it eating Cheetos and watching the Three Stooges? <laughs> Do you think that they did that by eating hot dogs and hamburgers and, and watching the Astros and when they before they go out and box? Oh, discipline. Self-restraint, right. self-denial, right. self to get a hold of you. Yeah. No more. Because my eye is on the prize and I've got to run the race. And I can't run it unless I've trained to win and run to win and I want to win. Well, if you want to win, you've got to be temperate in all things. Amen. There's a time to pray. Tonight, you need to set a time to pray. Yes. Is there anything that can mess up that time? Not usually. You need to set it at a time. Now, don't set to pray at 3 o'clock in the morning. Amen. Come on now. 
You know, when I leave out here, I'm going to be so much of a runner. I'm going to be so trained. I'm going to be so wanting that I'm going to set my clock at 3 in the morning, and I'm going to get up at 3 in the morning. I'm going to pray for one hour. I'm going to win this race. I'm going to get that crowd. Man, about two days of that, you're done. Right. You're done. That's right. So let's not get too excited. Set a time to pray. That is a time that you can meet every time. Amen. Every time. Time to pray. A time to read your Bible. And set this time to the time you can do it. Not everybody can, you know, everybody can't read the Bible in the morning. Everybody can't read the Bible at night. Everybody can't read the Bible at lunch. So it's when you, you're running the race, you got to determine when you are going to be able to read the Bible. Discipline. Restraint. Lay down your phone. Put on your door, phones forbid, forbidden in the bed. Am I? I told, I, I, a TV's not in, my, not in my room. TV. They wanted to put a TV in there. I said, TV comes in, I leave. It's either TV or me. <laughs> well, it's just me. The TV went in the other room, and that's where they are. <laughs> time to pray. Time to study. Time to attend the church. Discipline. I don't feel like it. We don't care how you feel. The guy asked me the other day. I was training this guy. He said, man, he said, I don't think I, 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 that, that kind of that, that hurts my feelings. I said, man, I don't care about your feelings. I care about you, but I don't care about your feelings. I said, wow, man, that's pretty tough. I said, yeah, it is tough. I said, because feelings, feelings come and go, sir. We're in real life. You want a job. You want to know how to do the job. You want to make money. You want to go home to your wife. You want to buy this. You want to buy that. Well, then you've got to learn the job. And you're going to get your feelings hurt. And so in life, we get our feelings hurt. Tonight, I'm just saying that there has to be a time that you're going to get disciplined. You're going to get restraint, and it ain't about feelings. It's not about time-wise. You have time. Everybody has 24 hours in the day. Right? And you say, well, I got to work eight hours a day. Okay, you have 16 hours. Well, I got to sleep eight hours. You got eight hours. I got to eat three hours. That's five hours. Well, you know, I got to take a bath. That's one hour. All right, you got four hours. But, you know, I got family. I got this. I got that. I got this. I got that. Okay, you got one hour. So what are you going to do? If you're going to obtain the prize, if you're going to receive the crown, you're going to have to want it. And by wanting it, you're going to have to be disciplined. Study, pray, come to church, be a wife, be a husband, be a father, be a mother, worship, obey, a time to follow, a time to set out your friends and set out all your phone calls and set out all the stuff and just be with the spouse, right? Take that time out.
Take the time out to be with the children. You know, as a father tonight, you need to take each one of your children out at a separate time, not all at one time. Right. Now, you can do all at one time, but make sure that you get with each one of those children of their time. Mm -hmm. They need time alone with Daddy and Mama. Right. Is that right? That's right. That's right. Time to love. Time to live for God. And the only person in your life that can want this crown is you. And the only person that can make you disciplined and self-restrained, self-denied is you. I could shame you. I could guilt you. I could probably do other things tonight that would raise your emotions, drop your emotions. But at the bottom line, it's all in your control. There's a crown to be won. There's a prize to be given. You got to run to win, train to win, and want to win. It's going to take some discipline, though. Restraint, denial. Are you willing? Are you willing to run the race? Let's stand our feet, our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Just a question might be asked tonight, are you competing in the race? Are you competing? You would know that tonight. If it need be tonight, the, alt the altars are open tonight, and the Lord will meet you right down here and say, Lord, I've been running the race, but I've been running it pretty lightly. I've been not as serious as I should be. Lord, I have not been disciplined. I have not had shown self-restraint nor self-denial. I've allowed my phone, my family. I've allowed my TV. I've allowed people to get in my race. I really do want to win that crown. And Lord, I'm asking you this evening to forgive me of being a slackard and a sluggard in this race. I won't. I want to win. How about you tonight? Would you come? Would you come and just lay out before the Lord and say, God, I'm, well, I want to win. I want to. I pray that you'd help me, Lord. God, I can't do this alone. I need your power. I need your strength. Well, I need people in my life that hold me accountable. God, help me tonight. Help me to run this race, oh God. And run it tonight with all that I got. With every strength and all every ability. I don't want to run the race and lose. I want to run the race and win. Oh, there's some that come tonight. Would you come? But we need a church of people tonight who says, I'm, I'm in the race. I'm in the ring. I'm going to run. I'm going to fight. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it well. Nobody's going to stop me. Nobody's getting in my way. I am going to run it to win. I am going to train to win. I'm going to want to win. Oh, God, 
you help tonight. Multitude of people come tonight. Would you come? It's just time. It's time to put off the foolishness, the silliness. It's time to stop playing games and messing around. It's time to get serious about this walk with God, this Christian life. Your family members are counting on you. Man, your neighbors are watching you. Your, your co-workers are needing help, and they need somebody who's going to win the prize. Your family members tonight, they need somebody to look to that says, hey, they're running the wind. They're serious about this thing about living for God. I mean, listen, I'd like to be like that. I want to run my race like that. Won't you be that example today? Don't be that example where you say, I don't want to be anything like that. They're not running that race. How about you tonight? Maybe, maybe you're not even in the race. Maybe tonight you're on the outside of the race. You ain't even began your race. Won't you come join today? Won't you come and get in the race? Won't you come with an humbled heart and submission in you and just confess and agree with God that I'm a sinner and He's Savior. And Lord, I ask you, I call on you, Lord, that you'd save me. You'd deliver me, rescue me, preserve me, heal me. Lord, that you'd take me and fill me with your Spirit, and dwell me with your presence, and lead me by your power. I'd be careful, Lord, to follow you and obey you as my Lord and my Savior. Won't you come and do that today? That would be the greatest day in your entire life. Won't you come? I beg you today. I beg you. You come. You come tonight. You come as the Lord leads. I want to be in the race. And I'm going to run to win. I'm going to train to win. I'm going to want to win. Everything within me you can count on me, dear brother. You can count on me, dear wife. You can count on me, dear son and dear daughter. You can count on me, dear church member. You can count on me. I'm in the race. I'm in. I'm going to run to win. And boy, one of these days, one of these days, it's going to be good. I'm going to train to win. I'm going to study my Bible. I'm going to Ask God to help me to pray. Ask God to help me to submit to Him. Help me to follow the Word of God. I'm going to want to. Because I'm going to do what God asks me to do. I'm going to be obedient to Him. I'm going to follow Him. I'm going to do as the Word would ask. and As the Spirit of God may lead, I'm just going to follow His lead. I'm tired of saying no to God. I'm tired of making excuses. I'm tired of the Sunday syndrome. I'm tired. I'm tired of that. I want to run. And I want to run to win. I want to. I want to. With all my heart. With all that's within me. Everything in the fibers of my body. The Christ that dwells in me. And the spirit that lives in me. Tells me tonight. Run to win. Run to win. Only my flesh is telling me to not to do that. 
only the flesh. But the Spirit of God, the Christ Himself, and the Word of God tells me, run, 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 run. Fight, 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 fight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Help me tonight, dear God, to be disciplined. There are some times for TV. There are times for Internet. There are times for entertainment. But God, help me to be disciplined. There's times to say no. Times to cut off. Times to get studying and praying. Help me not to spend more time with the gadgets of this world and then with God's Help me today, dear God, to not think more about things that has nothing to do with God than to think about God. Help me be more spiritual-minded than physical-minded. Help me, Lord, to live as a believer, to live as one tonight that knows God. Please, tonight, Lord, I beg you, it would enrich your marriage. It would enrich your home. It would enrich your life. Man, you just don't know. There's, there's just things that you don't know and that your mind can't even think of and that you have no idea of that God can do with you and God can do through you if you just decide that I'm going to run this race. I'm going to run it to win. And I'm going to train to win. I'm going to want to win. And you start doing that, you're going to see some changes in your home. You're going to see some changes tonight in your church. God blesses that. Man, you run the wind, you want that prize, and you want to win that crown? Friend, you'll find discipline in your life. You'll find self-resistance, self-denial. You'll find it. Let me pray. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name tonight. My heart's under great conviction because, Lord, I, I would say tonight, Lord, that I want to run to win. And yet, Lord, in my life, there's been lack of discipline, lack of self-restraint, self-denial. Lord, thank you tonight, dear God, that I can win the prize by being maybe slackered or sluggish, maybe out of shape or eating the wrong foods or not exercising my faith. Lord, thank you today, God, that I can win in the ring and win in the racetrack, God, without any training. God, what a fool that I am. Forgive me tonight. I pray, Lord, that you'd help us as we leave out of here. God, that we'll begin our race and we'll run it, dear God, with all that we have within us. God, that we begin to run this race, dear God, that we're pleasing you. And the only reason why we want to run it is so that we can win the prize. And God, when we win the prize, the crown, we want to throw it at your feet. And God, we want to give you praise for it. That's our whole motivation tonight. Oh, I pray tonight you'll help us to do so. We love you. We thank you for loving us. Keep us safe as we go home. Bring us back on Wednesday night ready to serve you. In Jesus' precious holy name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, church.